everybody. Well, hello, Shannon. I'm glad I can come in here and interrupt your conversation. No, I'm just on the kitchen floor. floor. Luckily, I can adjust the start point on this. So, um, guess could do everyone just be quiet for five seconds, and uh, that way I can get a, a nice good pause that I can find um, when I go back and do the do the little quick down and dirty edit, and then we'll kick this uh, kick this thing off. Can you get closer to your phone, Mick? You seem kind of distant. <laughs> like I said, I'm sweeping the kitchen floor. Okay. <laughs> Everyone be quiet. Jazz hands. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We have got Dad House Snippet number seven with uh, three out of the five Dad House crew. Uh, Mick here, got Mike Bowling and Shannon Carpenter, and today Shannon wants to talk about ethical decision-making for your kids and how we can help them, etc., etc. Shannon, kick us off. Well, first off, I just tweeted this, this room out right now, live as we're doing it. How cool is that, right? That's so, good. Good job. I know. I don't even know how I did it, but it just popped up on my phone, so I did that. Um <laughs> That sounds like you and technology. It does. So I know this thing is like a, like a heavy topic, ethical decision making for our, for our, well for our middle schoolers is what I'm what I'm looking at here, because I have an issue that we can spend a good ten minutes on today. So I have a 14 year old son who's in eighth grade, smart as hell, right? Good kid, boy. And today, his school had a walkout organized by the student body, and they had a walkout because there have been some racial slurs said and the student body did not feel as if enough action was taken in regards to that. So this brings up all kinds of ethical decisions that a 14 year old has to make without me there, without my guidance, which means I hope that I've been able to guide him beforehand to make him the decision that he, he should make, which in this case can be tough, right? Right. Right. So, Let's let's start there. Like eighth graders having school walkouts. Have you guys experienced this before? No, you're so far out of all the kids in our in our little group. You're <laughs> two of your kids have now had to experience walkouts because I know. of uh, social issues. I know, right? And I, I they're very much aware of these social issues. And kind of one of my points with with middle schoolers, and I'm actually researching a lot now, is the world they grow up in is a digital world whether we like it or not it's just a truth right and if you don't think your kids are affected by the digital world you're going to be wrong because even if they're not on twitter or instagram or any of the social media or anything else like that that's fine it still has an effect on them like this walkout again was organized by social media of this age group which to be honest with you i'm kind of impressed with yeah yeah oh very much so yeah so with Wyatt in particular, my son in particular, he, his, his decision, I'm going to tell you what his decision is today. He is very big into fairness. Like he knows, right. And he does not tolerate racism and things like that. Like it gets under his skin bad and he will speak up at the same time though. He is a 100% rule follower. Right. And to disappoint an authority figure is like his worst fear as well. So we have these, he has these two ethical motivations head to head. How is he going to make this decision? What's what would guidance would you give him? I think where the way that I would view it is how when you see yourself afterwards, 
are you going to be are you going to be more satisfied that you took a stand for this injustice or that you made your teachers happy and that you followed the rules and so that's kind of where my i remember taking uh, an ethics class uh in college and the way that i was ruled it or the way i was viewed it was about how am i going to feel afterwards what is going to bring what is going to bring the greatest good to myself and that's where i looked at it and said and so that's what i think Wyatt needs to do in my opinion that's what Wyatt should do has look at himself and say are you going to be more disappointed or are you going to be happier that you decided to walk out and make a stand for something or are you going to be happier sticking with following the rules and then there's yeah. a you know a, a, the other side of that as well is like are you going to be more disappointed in yourself that you decided to stick and follow the rules or are you going to be more disappointed that you didn't stand up for this that's kind of it, it's not a great segue into the part that I'm ha- that I that the thing that I think is important to mention Mike um but it's a little bit of a segue into it. The part about this that I, but first of all, I agree with what you're saying. You have to figure out what goes to your, your personal ethos. You know, what's the biggest driver, but the problem, the, the thing that I'm struggling, you know, struggling to wrap my head around on this scenario, Shannon, because I have no information on this scenario. I have no idea what was said or not said. I have no quantitative, um, you know, of facts here. So I'm hesitant to, you know, give an opinion when I don't have all the information. And herein, I think that is the problem with social media. Social media is great for reaching the, so, you know, the masses, but just because we all make the joke of, well, it must be true. I saw it on the internet, <laughs> you know, um, that's the, the kind of, you know, social media is great, but social media can also perpetuate a lot of things that, you know, that, that just simply aren't true. I have no idea what the, the facts of this, this, this are. So I am not going to give a great, um, you know, a great opinion as to what I would, how I would advise my kids, because I don't have enough information, which is actually my advice is make sure you, you know, what's the term trust, but verify, make sure you have all of your information and then make your decisions, but just don't follow a herd, you know, because what if the herd is wrong? I mean, think about lemmings going over a cliff. You know, I, I think both of you guys bring up very good points because the information that you guys have right now is exactly what I have, right? As a parent, that's all I have, right? Like I legitimately found out about this 30 minutes ago. And to me, it comes down to what I taught him before, at least what I've hoped I taught him. And what I've taught him is if you see something wrong, say something, if it's within your power to make someone else to, to help someone else, then you should, you know, those, those, those are the kind of the the basics that I've kind of taught him. And I've told him very specifically is sometimes doing the right thing is going to hurt, you know, and that means there's going to be consequences. And for example, I don't know if there's going to be consequences with the school today, you know, but, Theoretically, they could be suspended. They could get in trouble. They're going to get yelled at. Those are consequences for a decision he's going to have to make. And I've told him, look at the consequences, and that's the price you're going to have to pay. And if you're right, it's a price that you willingly pay. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. with something like this, 
I do think it's important. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, no, I was just agreeing with you. I agree. Oh, I, I, I think Sorry. with something <laughs> like this, you know, I don't know what decision he's made either, everybody. I have no idea what he's actually yeah. doing. But, but I, I think the thing, I think, you know, all of the, the, the you know, the, the comments that we've all made, you know, just in a different little bit of an order. But I think that's the best way to try to teach your kids, you know, first, assemble your facts to, um, you know, like Mike was saying, then figure out which, you know, how the facts the work best for you. And then three, Shannon, to just to kind of sum up what you've said, um, you know, you've got to, you know, you have to be able to live with the facts. You have to you live you have with to, your decision and just make you sure do. that you're comfortable with that. I mean, it's just, it, cause it's just not, it's a multi-step process. And that's it really is. what, then that's really what we, what we really need to be, you know, teaching our kids is the power of critical thinking, you know, I, I agree, but I think also that when you're, you're forced with a decision like this, right, the best thing for Wyatt to do personally for himself would to be shut up and sit down. But that's not the right decision to make. You know, it's better for society, better for his school, and better for his friends if he stands up with them and says, no, this is wrong. And I think that's the ethical part of this because he's got two strong motivations that both look kind of right. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it, based on, well, here. Here again, based on the information that we have, what if the information that all these kids were given was a hoax? I'm not saying it is or it isn't. I'm just playing, you know, the devil's advocate counterpoint. You know, I think there's a good lesson within that as well, though, Mick. I really do. Because if they are wrong, let's say it never happened. It's something that got blown out of proportion on social media, which can totally happen. Right. Right. I think then you deal with the consequences of being wrong. And I think dealing with the consequences of being wrong are just as important as dealing with the consequences of being right. And I think that's where the ethics come in with it, that you consider yeah, both those learn. facts. Yes, exactly. That's how you learn, you know, to move forward. And when you, when you come across a situation like that again, you say, okay, well, this happened this time, and that decision he made this time is going to help influence his decision-making the next time. Yeah, right. I, I think so. And I think as parents – you know, we're given so many abstract ideas and I say ethics and there's this big thought of ethics, but you, when you have to put thir- theory into practice as parents, that's where we live at every day, you know, and it's something I've thought about a lot, especially the last couple of weeks is this is the reality of, of what we're living and what we have to teach our kids. And it's not always clear cut. Racism is terrible. It's bad. You should absolutely stand up for it. But then we bring in these other points and then there's other issues that to consider, such as, is this true? Are you going to get in trouble? You know, do you disappoint the authority figures in your life? And when you're 14, that's a big deal. And that's that real. Oh, world I know. I've got a real follower as well. You know, yeah, I have. Yeah. It's that yeah. real world consequence in a real world situation that I think parents don't get enough guidance. And that's what I'm trying to do here today. At right. least well, have to start this conversation. Right. And I think we did a, I think we did, you know, I'm, I'm breaking my arm here, patting, you know, patting myself on the back, but I think, um, (laughs) I think we did a a pretty good job of just kind of laying out some, and obviously there's more things to, to, to take into consideration, but I think we did a pretty good job of just hitting the first, you know, the first and foremost, um, you know, things that are, are important to take into consideration, you know, both as parents and, and as, and as kids. I mean, do you guys agree? I, I yeah. do. And yeah. I think Mick, I would give you a pat on the butt. I would go one step further. Well, I'd thank you. Smack on the ass. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. I would, I would, you know, I would, uh, I would uh, appreciate that. So anyway, uh, not you, Mike, you get nothing. I don't want anything. I I definitely don't need you touching my ass. I appreciate that. I'm going to start with my touch. So to our listeners live, thank you for joining us. If you like our little, uh, I hesitate to use the word hot takes about parenthood, but I don't know any other way to phrase it. I just think that's that's today, man. This is real world right now. Yeah, I know. I just, I don't like the, I don't like the term hot takes because how do we, who's to say whether our take is hot or not? It's just our opinion. I don't know. It's just a a, a term I don't like. Anyway, huh? I, I was just going to say the term hot, the, the term hot take, it means like it's fresh or I it's know. not fresh, but it's not, it's not a, a temperature thing. It's more of a, uh, uh, <laughs> it's more of a most recent based off like my quick opinion kind of thing. That's yeah. Well, this is definitely a quick opinion because we did not talk about this ahead of time at all. This was completely <laughs> on the fly. Anyway, Which is what um, this snippet should be though. That's, that's what, what snippets are, are. And if you like them, go back and listen to some of our other ones. If you want to hear us do a little more of a scripted uh, discussion about all things fatherhood from five stay-at-home dads, check out dadhousepod.com. You can find us wherever pods are located. Uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter. Obviously, we're on Colin. We're on Facebook. Again, dadhousepod uh, will find us. And uh, gentlemen, have a good weekend. To our listeners, thank you for joining us. Yes. And subscribe, like, share, get the word out. All right, smash that subscribe button. (laughs) Leave.